Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. And today you're going to be getting a big heaping spoonful of nerd stuff. There's going to be no sports on this one. No sports, I assure you. My um, guest today, Rob Callflesh. Rob, say hi to everybody. How's it going? I'm now, a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time you were on this pod where it was just you and me, I believe was for our Josh Trank Fantastic Four review, was it not? Uh, yes. If it just the two of us, it was the review of Fantastic Four. Now, I'm not sure if I told you this, but I got a little uh, feedback from the anonymous folks of the internet who felt that we were way too uh, soft on <laughs> the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. Well... If that's the case, then get ready, motherfucker, because I am about to bring the hammer down and lift the curtain on what? the Force Awakens movie that the entire planet apparently just saw because it was three. It's shattered the record for opening weekend, and it's on its way to making billions and billillions of of un undeserved of money, undeserved dollars. But it's gonna it's gonna have all of the dollars. Um, one thing that bugs me with the way it's like, cause it's already broken, like however many records. Yeah. Um, I want, it's like, they're basing it off of the dollars. Well, this is now 3d, the price of admissions gone up. Uh, do those account for, uh, inflation or yeah, is it just I... like how many ticket sales, regardless of the dollars, how many butts and seats do they have? I think they do because I remember, cause originally Avatar set the record, right, for like right. most box office or something. Or, or, it, it was the first one to just clearly tack on three dollars a ticket. Yeah, exactly. They, like they and they were able to accomplish that by putting out a. Oh, well, I didn't like that movie, but a lot of other people did, and um, by charging everybody the extra three to five bucks or whatever it was, they they yeah. were able to get it up there as well. Um, so. I'm just going to go ahead and say, spoiler alert right now, if you have not seen The Force Awakens or The uh, the Force Remakens, as it will be referred to on this pod from here forward, like if they were going to give an honest title, it would be called The Force Remakens. <laughs> so once again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, turn it off, come back, and whatever happy feelings you have will be subsequently, about this movie will be subsequently destroyed by me later. <laughs> also, Starting. what did you expect when you clicked on the link? When it should be labeled appropriately. Well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, we'll, we'll see how I label this later. But oh, I imagine okay. this will be a very sobering view of, of the Force remakings. Um, did people cheer at the end of the film when you were in the theaters? Uh, I think I'm gonna say three or four people. Uh, a few seconds into the credits, gave a very soft clap. Yeah, because it's like. Do we cheer? And then I yeah, guess they, they decided to just, you know, politely clap. Yeah. Almost a golf clap, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not going to, I wasn't going to clap for that. I enjoyed the movie. I was entertained. Um, it, my expectations were low enough that I, you could basically walk over the bar. But then after looking back, it's like, okay, what would I have wanted out of Star Wars? Like it, it was almost an impossible task to meet the expectation I truly wanted, but yeah, and and you you hit the nail on the head there with with, with the expectations for this being way too through the roof to the point where I think 
I can safely say, having seen this movie, that Abrams chickened out a little bit. He, he oh, it was chickened out a little safe. bit <laughs> and took absolutely no risk to the point, Rob, where all he did was make a shot-for-shot shot remake of Episode Four. It would be interesting to line the two up next to each other. It's, it's we're gonna go through it like because like here's the thing, I don't know. You're you're like me. You or I assume you're like me. Where when that movie came out. It was total free, like freeze on social media, lockdown, everything. Not <laughs> oh, talking yeah. to anybody who's seen the movie. Don't want anything spoiled. And if I'm on the internet searching through stuff and it gets spoiled, it's no one's fault but my and like I read a spoiler, it's no one's fault but my own. Yeah. So I was, my birthday happened in between it coming out and me seeing it. And I still haven't made it back onto Facebook yet to thank people for their birthday wishes because yeah, didn't. I didn't want to see anything when I logged in. Yeah, and I don't blame you for that one bit. But I was very disappointed at the end of the film to realize that this movie had already been spoiled for me and it was spoiled for me back in 1993 or 1994 or whenever it was that I first watched episode four because that was exactly <laughs> what we watched. We just, J.J. Abrams. They just mixed up the characters a little bit. Yeah, he chicken, and we're going to go through it because like I can, we can, I've only seen this movie once. It's not like I saw The Force We're Making three or four times. Well, you could have. But I, 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 I essentially, 30, have, I essentially have, because I've seen episode four about a thousand times. So I, we can go through Force Awakens pretty much frame for frame, uh, note for note. And just, oh, I, I think I figured it out. This isn't, a, like, Force uh, Remakens isn't a bad movie movie. Like, it's not a complete piece of garbage that no one should go see or anything like that. It's a bad Star Wars movie is the thing. Like it's 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 bad because nothing new was brought to the table. Yeah. With this movie, it's the exact same. Like in like the action beats, the 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 story beats, the the just the plot beats. They're all the same as Episode Four. It's yeah. it, it's the exact same movie as Episode Four. It's ridiculous. And and like let's let the. Like, let, let, let's go through the adventure right now, because here I am starting my, my like, full-on... Like, you're, able, you're able to get it out now. Scene-by-scene <laughs> scene spoilers, yeah. Okay, so the movie starts with somebody meeting uh, uh, Poe Dameron. So far, so far, you are already incorrect. The movie starts... With the credits. or With, with the, no 20th Century Fox... The movie just fucking started. Yeah, that's it just true. came well, up. Actually, started, films, I'm like, oh wait, oh my god. It, and you're it's incorrect. Just starting. <laughs> yeah, you're incorrect because oh. what happened was 35 minutes of commercials happened. Okay. <laughs> if we want to go that far, and back, then yeah. the movie started. And yeah. like, I don't know, the commercials were fucking obscene for me. Were they obscene for you? Uh, I basically just blanked them out. I did enjoy the uh, the trailer for Zootopia. Oh, I didn't get that. What's Zootopia? Oh. Or I think that's what it's called. I got um, the Jungle Book and something else. A couple of Disney flicks with that. Um, the Zootopia trailer, the the bit with the sloths, it made me smile. Oh, yeah? No, I'll have to check that out afterwards. I haven't, haven't seen the Zootopia. I assume it's on YouTube. I'll check it out. Yeah. So anyway, we start with, you know, the, the Star Wars logo fading back into space. And then we get the, the scrolling text of, of Star Wars. Fine. You got to start a Star Wars movie like that. I'm not going to fault you for that. With that scrolling text... The first thing that came to my mind is like, yeah, okay, we are still Star Wars. It's still scrolling text. Mm -hmm. And then the immediate, oh, shit, I actually have to read this. Yeah. This is new. Exactly. This right. is new now. And it was fun. You know, you get, you get, that, you, you get that nostalgic feeling. But as we'll, we'll, we'll quickly find out here, 
Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah. And we pan down to this new desert planet. If it sounds familiar, it's because it is. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet a guy who knows something about something and hands uh, the guy uh, who actually kind of liked uh, uh, Poe Dameron was the character. It was played by Oscar Isaac, who's also going to be Apocalypse in the... Uh... Yeah, I noticed that afterwards, like looking to see who it was mm-hmm. because the whole time his character uh, reminded me of Lone Star. <laughs> he was a little Lone Star-ish, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. The, the way he... Uh... The way he was acting, and mm. I'm going to say some of his lines, it reminded me of Lone Star. And I'm like, okay, this is Star Wars, not Spaceballs, even though Star Wars is doing a lot of Spaceball-y things. <laughs> so then we pan down, and he's trying to get information to the Rebels. If it sounds familiar, it's because it is. And as they're trying to get information from the Rebels, they get attacked by stormtroopers. A few of them die. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and if it sounds familiar, it's because it is. And a Sith Lord shows up and gets to display a super amount of strength that he has more than everybody else. Yeah. If this sounds familiar, it's because it is. And then the guy who has this bit of information has to get it, but can't get a, can't escape but has to still get the information to where it needs to be. So he hides it in a droid and then sends the droid on its way to where the information needs to get. If this sounds familiar, (laughs) it's because it is. So then the guy, the Sith Lord, decides to start choking everybody until they give him the information that he wants. If this sounds familiar, (laughs) it's because it is. So now... Uh, the guy, the, the the Sith Lord needs everybody alive, and he he gets them and puts them on the ship, and they all they all fly up to the whatever the super star destroyer was, and we now go on a journey through the desert with a droid. If this sounds familiar, <laughs> it's because it is. <laughs> we are reviewing the Force Awakens, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if if you haven't caught on, we're reviewing the Force Awakens, not Episode Four, although there's more than a couple similarities. So now we go on a, 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 a journey with the droid through the desert. The droid manages to get himself caught by random junk dealers in the desert. And through getting caught by random junk dealing creatures in the desert, he manages to randomly bump into the could have gone left, could have gone right in this desert planet, went right, somehow ended up being where he needed to be ran into the random person in the desert planet who happens to have attunement to the force if this sounds familiar (laughs) it's because it is so meanwhile there is a traitor who is originally part of the uh empire and this is finn this is played by uh uh oh god what's the guy's name uh looking at uh oh come on i know his name come on matt uh john boyega john boyega and, and i'm gonna say the performance in, this, in, in the performances in this movie are fantastic everybody was good this was not anakin skywalker you know doing the clerks two thing where it's like danger my shitty acting is ruining saga right everybody was very good in this movie i don't want to take anything away from some of the han solo 
uh, Carrie Fisher lines or scenes were a little painful because uh, time has not been kind to Carrie Fisher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, so uh, we now run into this, uh, or we now run into this woman, another or th this woman that's played by uh, Daisy Ridley, and we find out sh her name is Ray. And spoiler alert, she's she's attuned to the, to the force and she ends up randomly bumping into the droid that the, uh, the plot device droid that that we have, which, again, has the map to Luke Skywalker. Except instead of the plans to the Death Star, he's got a map to Luke Skywalker. Why there's a map to Luke Skywalker and who built it. These things aren't bothered to be explained in this movie because we can't be bothered with it because well, we're, we're we can't be bothered to come up with new material. Because we're just ripping off episodes. There was kind of a flash of that later on in the the one sequence where uh, Ray had all those images flash for her, but it, it, but it wasn't with the, the the piece of the map that BB-8 had. It was why it was probably why R2D2 has the rest of the map. And that was some other nonsense. <laughs> R2D2 stuff. We'll get. To but that. we can get to R2D2 later. Yeah, we'll get to the R2D2 nonsense. So. Uh, meanwhile, the Sith Lord has these guys up in the, I guess it was like a, uh, the new version of the Star Destroyer. I don't think they put quite a name to it. Yeah. And he's force choking and torturing people. Sith Lord with a mask, force choking and torturing people to get the information that he wants that is currently lodged inside of a droid. If this sounds familiar, it is because it is absolutely familiar. Now, uh, eventually, someone who was part of the Empire... Turns out to, well, I guess he's not really part of the Rebel Alliance, but he ends up betraying the, I, they weren't called the Empire, they were called the First Order in this thing, which, you know, was about the, uh, uh, like, not being the Empire, but being the First Order was as creative as these people decided to get with this movie. Um, <laughs> and then they go, or like, he helps uh, Poe Dameron escape. So John Boyega helps Poe Dameron, Oscar Isaac escape from the, uh, Star Destroyer type thing, which was a, a pretty fun sequence when they were like trying to get away and then they space battle a few people and then end up crash landing on the desert planet once again. Uh, another ship crashes like a, it, and they essentially escaped in a pod that crash lands on a desert planet in the middle of a desert planet again. Sounds familiar. Turns out it's the same desert planet. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get very far. They, they did. Yeah, they did not get very far. So then the random droid ends up uh, meeting with Ray and um, Finn, the character played by John Boyega, crash lands on the desert planet. When he wakes up, he's alone in the desert planet, can't find Poe Dameron. He's presumed to be dead. Spoiler alert, he's not. And we'll see him later on in the movie. Um, so Finn, again, endless stretch of desert. Endless. No, like in all directions. He starts walking one way, could have gone left, could have gone right, goes left, happens to run into plot device, droid, and girl. Fair enough, whatever, we got to get on with the movie, so I'm, I'm fine with, with that, but again, nonsense. Then uh, they get attacked because the stormtroopers, <laughs> turns out, are looking for droids. Again, if this, look, they're looking for a droid, so if this sounds familiar, it's because it is familiar. The stormtroopers then attack uh, Ray and Finn, and Ray and Finn decide they got to get away. And when they get away, they use the Millennium Falcon to escape 
the stormtroopers from a desert planet because the Millennium Falcon just happens to be there again. It was sort of explained, but not kind of, not really. But anyway, it was very briefly explained in one sentence. Yeah, but they <laughs> took more time to explain why the Millennium Falcon was there again. This was our first kind of hit of nostalgia, right? Yeah. Where, where you're like, I, I won't question it until while I'm there. I won't think of anything of it because it, fuck, it's the Millennium Falcon. This is awesome. But when yeah. you go home and you think about it later, you're like, Boy, that doesn't make any sense. And it's just like the nostalgia goggles are thick in this one. So once again, two heroes escape a desert planet while they're getting attacked by stormtroopers. Or like they escape with their droid while they're getting attacked by stormtroopers from a desert planet in the Millennium Falcon. If this sounds familiar, it's because it is. So then they get tractor beamed. The Millennium Falcon gets tractor beamed into another ship. Boy, this is really starting to sound familiar. And, uh, when they get there, it turns out the tractor beam uh, was some junk ship that was run by Han Solo and Chewie, who it, were very conveniently nearby. Exactly. Very conveniently and, and almost plot device -y nearby for them to bump into these random people. And they hid in the... Uh, and once again, the, the Millennium Falcon gets boarded and our heroes hide in the uh, in the cargo in the, the, the like the smuggling hold the cargo hold under whatever but since it's Han Solo he knows you know where the smuggling carts are right but again a, a boarded stormtrooper and our heroes who are already on board have to hide underneath the 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 boards or whatever I don't know the grates or whatever the hell it's called in, the in floor the, let's in, just call it the floor just, yeah it's called the floor again this sounds very familiar so then we run into Han Solo and Han Solo and Chewie eventually you meet a couple other guys and and uh, there's the series and it's actually a pretty fun sequence where they fight some monsters on this cargo ship that they're on or whatever mm -hmm. I mean it had nothing to do with anything but it was kind of fun and, they, and they, they didn't CGI the hell out of those monsters and I thought that they uh some real good practical effects on some of those too the back and forth with uh Han and the the two different groups that he was apparently working or like having contracts with. And yeah. All that. Probably like, gave us some of our best dialogue of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, bringing up the, some of the good old Han Solo quips. <laughs> yeah. You get a nice splash of Han. So after you get a nice splash of Han, Han decides they, 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 they can't because these monsters escape and they got to fight these monsters on this cargo ship. They're like, we got to escape from the Millennium Falcon. So Han's flying the Millennium Falcon again. And Han is taking our new heroes to see Princess Leia. Mm -hmm. Again, if this sounds familiar, it's because it is familiar. So we get to this new planet, which and it was kind of this foresty Endor planet with a temple. And the temple wasn't really, uh, wasn't really anything, right? Right. So, so then we get to, and it, it's basically a hideaway for smugglers and thieves, I guess. Is that, I, I, that was the vibe I kind of got from it and we get there, but essentially it's the cantina scene again from a new yep. hope, except we're De in, definitely the cantina, scene. except <laughs> we're in a different cantina, which again, I'm kind of fine with what I'm not fine with is this random cantina, uh, cantina that Han Solo just happens to take them to apparently houses the, in, in the basement of this place houses the lightsaber 
that was originally owned by Obi-Wan Kenobi, that was originally owned, that, that was then given to Anakin Skywalker, which was then taken back by Obi-Wan Kenobi, and was then given to Luke Skywalker, and I guess put in a drawer. And it never made sense because... Yeah. That, like... And they, they, they sidestepped it completely, because because Han asks... Where, Why, where did you get that? Where did you get and that? And it's like, that's a story for another time. <laughs> Which is absolute. that was the most offensive part of the movie. Because that is absolute horseshit. Because that lightsaber, nobody got that back. The last that time, lightsaber went down the chasm in Cloud City. <laughs> yeah, no, it did, did it? So it's, yeah, th when Luke got his hand chopped off, yeah. down it goes into the heart of the chasm. And that made me realize something that I had never realized, that I had never thought of before. How did Luke get that lightsaber back? He didn't. No, it was a new one, or in Jedi he had made his new one. Well, in Jedi he had the green one, but like think about that. The the well, Jedi he had the green one, which is the one he made. But think of the first time, the last time we saw that lightsaber, or the first time we saw that lightsaber in action was a because this made me realize that uh, my first like a continuity error I never thought of in the original in the original four five six, like Ben Kenobi's fighting Darth Vader, right? Right. With that, and then he decides to give himself up to Vader. And he's fighting with that with that lightsaber, and Vader goes to swing at him, and then Obi Wan turns into a ghost, and you know we never really get that explained to us. But when he uh, turns into a ghost, he drops the lightsaber, right? And the that, lightsaber's just that was Obi Wan's lightsaber. That was that wasn't the same one. I thought no, it was, I always thought it was they, the same they were one. both blue. Yeah, but they, they, but they weren't the same. They weren't. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess that's. I th I was. I thought I always thought they were the same, and I just realized that I was like, wait, how, how did come Luke had that one? And I mean, if they second... were the same, then that is a huge. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, because that lightsaber should have blown up on the Death Star, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, uh, when... I'm I'm fairly certain there would you, there would be at least one scene somewhere where you would see both Obi Wan and Luke Skywalker with a a lightsaber. Yeah. Hanging off their belt, but it was definitely the same one he had in the cave, right? In uh, episode in uh, episode five, right? When he when he oh yeah, with the wampa or and... yeah, the one that Kenobi gives uh, Luke in his hut uh, in episode yeah. four. That the the that lightsaber that Luke has is the same one until he gets his hand chopped off in in five. Yeah, and if, and that so that lightsaber falls down the chasm of Cloud City. It is it is to never be seen except maybe like. Some you know random maintenance guy in Cloud City, right? Would be well. The thing is, when it goes down, it's like, does it? It either gets sucked into uh, a tube, no different than Luke did. Yeah. Uh, it just falls to the bottom. That I'm assuming comes to a single point, mm -hmm. or it just falls through and goes onto Bespin. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so like... or maybe as it's falling, somebody was just outside, saw something falling, and decided to reach out and grab it. <laughs> Not knowing what it was, like ooh, something shiny. Yeah. So this this lightsaber moment is the first like fuck you moment of the movie, right? Where and especially with the insulting line of you know, oh, that's a story for another day, right? And like just the oh. only way that line becomes okay, yeah, is if they actually do explain. Maybe otherwise I they guess, just completely yeah. sidestep that it's just like it's here, deal with it. Yeah. Still, that's. Really bad. Really, yeah. really bad. So, meanwhile, while our heroes are spending time in this cantina trying to figure out uh, who to contact or who to get through, the Empire, sorry, the First Order, has built a giant death ray. 
Sounds in, familiar. In a planet. They, they, they've taken this one planet and turned it into a giant Death Star. So they've basically made Death Star 3, which at this point... Death Star 3, Death Planet. Yeah, and they've converted it. And not only that, but they made the Death Star shittier because the original Death Star, it was like fire, and then all they had to do was push a couple of tubes and like pull some livers and flick a couple of switches and push some buttons. And it was just, yeah. they had to have their target, and it was just pew, and then all the round yeah. blows up. This one, they need to take like 45 minutes or whatever it was to draw the power out of the sun and fire it. So they've made a bigger, more powerful Death Star that can blow up like five planets with one blast or something like that. Yeah. But they've made it effectively so much shittier because it's like, okay, fire. And then it's like, all right, right, boss, in 45 minutes, we will have launch, right? It's and not only that. I didn't think about it while I was watching the movie, but I thought about it afterwards. So if they have to like draw the energy of whatever sun. Yeah. So they basically drain a star completely to power this super super planet laser mm -hmm. you've now just destroyed uh, yeah you know, we're that, gonna need someone more experienced to correct this you just destroyed this star yes that's a weapon so you, can fire once. you just shot that all right so you destroyed a star to destroy some planets that star like oh, the sun we'll just use our solar system you destroy the sun do we just lose all of our orbit I guess. Um, yeah, it's, we're it's, also going to all freeze yeah. to death. So yep. not only did you destroy the planet you were targeting, you also created a lot of ca uh, collateral damage. <laughs> it's so bad. And if you like, wanted to destroy them, just drain the sun. Yeah. All right. It's so bad. And it, like, it's a weapon you can fire once, because if you drain the power of a sun, the sun doesn't, like grow yeah. back and gain more power, right? Like, it's not, yeah. like, suns are not solar-powered. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't regain... Oh, God, what a terrible... So, anyway, the Empire... So, like, Leia and everybody show up, and they start telling everybody about... They, they learn about the new secret weapon from uh, John Boyega's character, who, again, used to be a stormtrooper, so he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. And he charges... Uh, like So, the, the Empire charges up... For the First Order, charges up their planet, destroying laser, and fires it. So, we get to watch... Leia watch... Uh, a death planet ray blow up a bunch of planets. So I, yeah, I I don't remember. It was it looked to me like it was one planet and all of its moons. But yeah, it might have been, been. But it, it might have been a couple of planets. Uh, yeah, either or. But a, a number of moons, I think it was. Yeah, but it, it was more than one. But either thing. way, it was, was more than one target. Yeah, it's definitely more than one target. But basically, the Empire fires a ray, and Leia watches a planet blow up planets blow up in this if that sounds familiar it's because it, it it damn sure is so now we've got to go and destroy death star 3 so we put together a team of han solo uh daisy uh, uh daisy ridley plays ray john boyago plays finn and chewbacca to head to the planet which is so they've got to, they've got to land on it, and they need a secret way to land on it, which was very Forest Moon of Endor, right? Where it's like, yeah, we gotta we gotta come out of hyperdrive right at the exact moment so that we can or, or uh, light speed the exact moment, which to me just was total like we gotta go to ludicrous speed. And <laughs> you know, like I said, there is some space balls in there. <laughs> oh man! And so they get they get on this planet, and. 
start, you know, uh, doing plans to take apart the Death Star. Now, meanwhile, our whole, uh, like, Sith Lord guy, who's been the only guy wielding a lightsaber this entire movie, uh, Kylo Ren, who we can get into the specifics of Kylo Ren later. But Kylo Ren, we learn, is Han Solo and Princess Leia's son, who Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, tried to train. But Kylo Ren turned to the dark side and is now trying to become more powerful than uh, Darth Vader. He wants to become the, uh, the most powerful Sith of all time. And we get this scene where after Han Solo and everybody are... They, they, they've set the charges and stuff. Again, much like the Forest Moon of Endor, they've set a bunch of charges to blow up a base. And they... We get this scene where Han Solo is meets Kylo Ren. Like they, they meet face to face for the first time, presumably in years. And he gets to have this scene where everybody's watching him talk to his son. So Chewbacca and Finn and Ray, they're all on like high high rises watching this so they can't really interfere. Yeah. And Kylo Ren, you know, who again we got very little backstory on, so none of this like dialogue in this scene, while well, good, not corny. It just doesn't hit the way it's supposed to. You're because about when the two, like when Han and Kylo Ren were standing on the the walkway, yeah, on the catwalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have much backstory. We just knew that. Yeah, like we're um, attached that to they, Han. that it, that was you know yeah. that Kylo Ren was Han's son, and that's about it. Yeah. So none of this really hits home because we don't know why he left. We we know he. We don't know the circumstances as to why he stopped training. It's just presumably he he moved to the dark side and then. That, yeah, that's that's as far as I got. It's like did they say that the, he, he killed... left to train with Luke and yeah. then turned maybe, to the. Maybe he just wanted more power faster, yeah. which does sound familiar with Anakin. Yeah. So not we, Episode Four though. <laughs> no, so we don't know anything about and anything really. So so none of the Kylo Ren stuff. So Kylo Ren starts kind of crying, and hands like. Pawn his lightsaber and, and says something like, it's something along the lines of, you know, I need you to help me get over the hump, right? And his hump is getting to the dark side. Yeah. And he ends up stabbing. So our beloved hero that we've known for a long time, our beloved aged hero that we've known for a long time gets stabbed by the evil Sith Lord of this movie while a bunch of his friends stand by helplessly, unable to stop him. Much like the death of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and Chewbacca yep. has a very Luke Skywalker-like, no, reaction, <laughs> as Han is now falling off the catwalk to his death. So Han Solo is fucking gone, ladies and gentlemen. And Chewbacca takes out his uh, the, the crossbow uh, blaster and just fucking shoots. And that, this was probably the most awesome scene, even though it, it's pretty much beat for beat, the same thing as when um, Obi-Wan Kenobi died in episode four. Uh, once again, <laughs> like, the exact same beats are happening over and over again, but he shoots except Kylo Chewbacca, Ren. Except Chewbacca actually lands a hit on That's true. proper target. <laughs> That's true, right? And then Kylo Ren, so Kylo Ren gets, like, winged and, like, decide, and, and he manages to get away, but he's... he's definitely wounded and then Chewbacca and, and Finn and Ray managed to take out a bunch of people and like the stormtroopers come and they take out a bunch and then blow the place up. And, uh, <laughs> the rogue squadron starts their descent into destroying the, uh, 
<laughs> into destroying Death Star 3, which, once again, if it sounds familiar, is because it's fucking the same movie as Episode 4. But They, they go mean, through the trench and everything. Yeah, exactly. They did go through the trench, just not as long. And yeah. there was no... Although there was a fat... Um, <laughs> I know, there, I was there, looking for... Where's Jack? Where's yeah, Jack Porkins? There, there, there was a fat uh, Jack Porkins, and it was played by... Uh, oh, God, I don't know the guy's name. But he was... Uh, he was in Heroes. He played that stupid guy. He was oh. a terrible actor. He played that stupid guy who had he played, uh, Matt, he played Matt Parkman. Yeah, he played Matt Parkman. Who yeah, who had the the mind control powers. I and mean, I'll I'll see if I can look up his his name later on. But like, oh man, like, but it was just funny that like because he's put on weight and it was funny that they had a hilarious like uh, like X wing. Uh, a fat X-wing fighter. So yeah. down to the T, we, we he's uh, Greg Grunberg. Yes, that's his name, Greg Grunberg. Snap Wexley, I guess, was the name of the character. You know, because we needed to know the name of Greg Grunberg's fat stormtrooper. Although that's not nearly as hilarious as Jack Porkins. It'd be funny if he was Snap Porkins. <laughs> Why wasn't he Snap Porkins? <laughs> Why wasn't he Porkins' son or something? That would have been awesome. <laughs> that uh, wouldn't have surprised me because the way that the whole movie version of the star wars universe is set up everything has to connect to each other yeah because like uh, i don't know if you noticed but like niemnub was or so at least someone who looked a lot like i i like to think it was niemnub but there were some wide shots where guys were getting into like uh you know when the rebels were all getting in their fighters to go destroy up death star to go blow up death star three yeah uh, there was a guy who looked like niemnub the thing that sits next to uh Lando? Lando, when they blew up Death Star 2. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, meanwhile, so while they're making their bombing run, uh, Kylo Ren, confront, like uh, everybody else, uh, Chewbacca and everybody are trying to run out to their ship, and they end up running through this forest to try to get to the Millennium Falcon so they can escape because the Millennium Falcon crashed into a forest uh, when they first arrived. Yeah. And uh, they, Kylo Ren manages to track them down. And Kylo Ren manages to knock Ray, who is uh, Daisy Ridley's character, unconscious. And then John Boyega whips out the lightsaber that used to belong to Luke Skywalker that they have for unexplained reasons. <laughs> Sorry, that they have for refused to be explained reasons. Yeah. And proceeds to have a lightsaber fight, despite the fact he has absolutely no... Well, I guess he had training as a, uh, as a stormtrooper, but he has no training with a sword but at the very at the very least we can buy that john boyega's character has had had some sort of training from birth as a uh stormtrooper because it's in, it's insummated in this movie yeah. that the first order has been stealing children from their like the way they they get stormtroopers because they don't have clones anymore is they steal children and then basically program them from birth to be yeah unquestionable stormtrooper killing machines right yeah there was the one scene um when like the the cantina like the merchant spot uh was under attack that he was using the lightsaber and the stormtrooper was too. like um you traitor and all that and yeah, well, he uses his like i don't it wasn't a blade but it was like a vibro staff or yeah like, i like to pretend or something yeah i like to pretend it's the vibro vibro blade because that means that video game stuff like star wars video game stuff has become canon because i'm pretty sure the vibro blades were 
yeah created in various video games where it was like yeah we need to give the guys a sword but it can't be a lightsaber <laughs> and <laughs> just, it can't yeah, just right? like it can't get cut in half because of a lightsaber either. yeah so I, I that see that fight sequence is a lot of fun. I really yeah. like I liked a lot of the sequences in this. I just wish that this wasn't a shot for shot remake of episode four. Yeah. Um so now we've got the fight between uh so basically Kylo Ren who's injured, so it's slowing him down because again Chewbacca shot him basically in the in the liver. <laughs> and like he's so Kylo Ren is doing this weird thing where he's like punching himself in the side to try to stop the bleeding and stuff, mm-hmm. which you know, just use your lightsaber and just cauterize it, I guess. But uh <laughs> Just he, don't go too deep. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of a sissy boy. But uh, so Kylo Ren's fighting John Boyega and then eventually gets the drop on him, knocks John Boyega, like force knocks him into a tree, and then the Luke Skywalker lightsaber goes flying by. And he considers this uh, lightsaber kind of his birthright because he recognizes, like he recognized that lightsaber earlier in the, in the movie, didn't he? And then was like, because he thought, he's like, that's my grandfather's lightsaber or something, right? Because it's Anakin Skywalker's. Yeah. So he's technically Anakin Skywalker's uh, grandson, right? Yeah. Or, or great grandson? I'm not even paying. Whatever. I'm not even paying attention to the lineage. But anyway, he's related to great. Uh, and no, tries, it's, it's it's grandson. Grandson, yeah. And he because, tries to force pull. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Anakin to Leia to Kylo Ren. Yeah. So he's trying to force pull the lightsaber, which is you know the bottom is sticking out of snow ever so slightly, much like the cave scene in Empire. Mm-hmm. and he's trying to force pull it and as he's force pulling it he's having trouble force pulling it and all of a sudden it whips to him and he thinks he's going to grab it but it whips past him and into Ray's hands and Ray who's metachlorian count because that's canon I can only oh assume is off the charts high like, like the, her chart is just like so many minutes she's orders of magnitude she basically. is the steph curry if i can make a true podcast or like crossover podcast reference <laughs> she is the steph curry of metachlorians just off the charts because <laughs> she can apparently with no training absolutely no jedi training whatsoever rob Force pulls a lightsaber, defeat, like is able to force pull a lightsaber harder than a Sith Lord. Well, he's not really a Sith Lord. I wouldn't call him a Sith Lord. Oh. Faster than a guy who at least has some training, right? Yeah. And then proceeds to ignite the lightsaber, which was a cool moment. But again, I was like, what? <laughs> and, and then starts going to town on Kylo Ren. And they, they kind of put it like Kylo Ren kind of starts fighting back. But eventually she gets the drop on him. And knocks him unconscious and she was about to kill him or something seemed felt like she was about to kill him because she's standing over him and he's on the ground again she has absolutely no training and allegedly this guy was trained by luke skywalker the alleged greatest yeah. jedi ever well at uh, first i thought she had chopped his head off i did too yeah because like I, oh yeah. wow okay. yeah she does this like thing and kylo ren hits the ground and then this i so like cuts back and it's like oh it's just the scar like Tyrion. yeah exactly yeah exactly he had the slash across his face which uh I, I like when that happened. I was like, "Ooh, I like that," because that was the biggest mistake. Or, oh well, that's a lie. That that was a biggest mis- one of the giant mistakes that one, two, three made was just killing Darth Maul off the hop, right? Because yeah. Darth Maul was a guy that people liked and and could have used for a couple of like for the other two movies to be a consistent bad guy. Instead, yeah. he got Count Dooku, and it was all bullshit. So I thought Kyle, yeah, it was one. It was one villain a an episode in the prequels. Exactly, and. So he, like, so she's standing over him and he's like trying to, he's trying to get up and he can't. And as he, or as she 
uh, is like, I don't know, thinking about whether or not she's going to kill him or not. The Rogue Squadron finishes their bombing run on Death Star 3 and the planet starts to blow up because it's a whole fucking planet. And the, the Death Star's queued to the sun, which I guess is in the middle of the planet. Again, I'm not really explained, but we'll just yeah. go with it. And then when the whole planet starts blowing, it blows up and creates this crater uh, between Ky where Kylo Ren is laying down and where Rey is standing. And it's, you know, like the Earth chasms or the planet chasms, like it was an Earth, but the planet chasms and creates a gap between the two of them. And Kylo Ren's able to escape and presumably, uh, presumably get away. And then everybody goes home. And it's wrap-up beats, wrap-up beats. And then we managed to put together the map of Luke Skywalker and Ray goes to visit him. And we get a pretty cool shot at the end of uh, Mark Hamill in the old Jedi, the gray robes. Yeah, and first time we've ever seen him wearing them. Yeah, first time we've ever seen him wearing the robes and he turns and he she like hold, points and holds the lightsaber out to him and he pulls the head back and he's got like the Obi-Wan Kenobi beard and the old wise... Like he, he looks like Alec Guinness, genuine class. Yeah. And movie over, and we go and, and and like there's other nonsense that happened, but that's the gist of it. And just man, they really just beat for beat to the point where I just I can't believe it was Death Star fucking three. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it was Death Star three, Rob. Like I just and can't. It, they just went bigger again. Yeah, I guess like, like the first Death Star was, uh, you know, whatever size. And this is like the second one is like, OK, we got to make it bigger. It takes longer to make. It wasn't fully complete when it was operational. But it's like, it's fine. It's it's functional. They'll keep working on it. Uh, but it still didn't work out. So this time it's like, you know what? We got to go really big. Let's just hollow out this planet and use it. <laughs> And like we said, we it, they made it crappier because they can't fire it like from they can't shoot from the hip with the Death Star, right? Like it's they gotta like charge it for forty five. And the timing was way off during that end sequence too, right? Because oh, it was yeah. like it was like it'll be ready to fire. It was one of those movie things where the times don't line up, right? So it was like it will be ready to fire in fifteen minutes, and then in fit like fifteen we watch fifteen minutes of other people do stuff, and then it cuts back to the Empire guys, and the guys yeah. like. How much time? And he's like, 10 minutes, uh. <laughs> right? And then yeah. we go to like 20 minutes of stuff. And then it's like, we'll fire in two minutes. <laughs> and, then, and oh, God, it, it was, it was, oh, so bad. I just, I cannot believe. Well, they had, uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit because they couldn't, they couldn't afford to piss off everybody. I guess. But to not take chances to the point where we have yeah. Death Star 3. No, I know. And like every, and like I said, and I just they, like, they honestly might have considered killing Han Solo taking a chance. I guess, but like if you think if like killing Han Solo is the exact same beat as Obi Wan dying in Episode Four, so except in not, Episode Four there was nothing before it. So true. So you weren't as attached to Alec Guinness, but still, everyone exactly got a little sad the first time Alec Guinness you saw. Oh, Alec, oh Alec sure, Guinness, right? but there wasn't the at the time there wasn't years. Uh, uh, like Build. a cultural phenomenon yeah. of Star Wars to really hit it home. And I think that's what makes it worse because they, they like Han Solo is fucking gone, ladies and gentlemen. Like he's gone and he's gone in a lazy episode four remake that essentially brought nothing new to the table, right? 
But look like, at it through Harrison just, Ford's eyes. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, like, always just hate the fact that uh, he was Han Solo? I suppose. I don't know. And now he doesn't have to worry about it because he's dead. Oh, you're talking like in real life he never Yeah, I'm talking about Harrison Ford, not uh, the character Han Solo. Maybe, I don't know. Did you get that vibe from him in uh, in real life? I've never... He doesn't... doesn't I've never met him. I've never read anything. Yeah. From the bits that I've uh, read of other people Mm -hmm. talking about it that he never particularly cared. Like, he was cast because he was there doing the auditions. Yeah. And then it's just nobody that they were auditioning fit the bill. So Lucas was like, you want to give it a try? You want the part? Like yeah, because originally... From what, I've, what I know. Yeah, because Chris Walken was, was I think, was dis- d- discovered. What a world that would be, where Chris Walken got to be on Solo. Right? Are you serious? Yeah, that was the thing. Like oh apparently, apparently, if Harrison Ford turned it down, the next man up would have been... Uh, Christopher Walken. So he would have been like, which is why we had that hilarious. There was that one hilarious SNL sketch that they did where it was uh, Kevin Spacey doing a <laughs> Christopher Walken impression as Han Solo. And he was like, fast ship. She's fast enough for you, old man. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. What a, I don't know. What oh, a world that would have been. That right? would have been a whole different Star Wars. Now, we can get into some of the specific... Now, we, I just spent a good half hour just crapping in the mouth of this movie. Would you like to talk about some of the things you like, Rob? Uh, let's see. Where, where where was that part of the list? Uh, when it start with the credits, or like the opening credits, the title sequence, mm-hmm. when it scrolled, yes. it gave away um, a good amount of information and at the same time hit enough that it could leave some spoil like um shocking moments but the shocking is in air quotes because nothing really shocked me that much because we'd seen this movie a million times before yeah that and also the fact of with shows like game of thrones where it's just like anybody could die at any point in time I've now yeah. just applied that mentality to everything that I watch. Like, <laughs> You're jaded now. You just, you, like, I will get attached any, to nobody. Any character that I see is like, they could die. I wonder if they'll do it. And that's how I felt with uh, when Han died. It's like, okay, it's clear that it's just like it's shaping up that this can happen. It's like, are they going to pull that trigger? Oh, they did. Good for them. <laughs> but... Uh, I was really hoping to see more of Luke, and yeah, I think we all with the opening credits um, with the I think it said text three times in the in the opening scrolling credit. Like I it did Luke Skywalker, once... Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker on three separate occasions or something. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> once it said um, that he was basically in hiding and nobody knows where he is, right there, it's like okay, so he's the last scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah. They, they find him at the end of the movie. And I'm glad they did it where he was the last scene and it wasn't like a PS sequence. Like, you, had, you didn't have to sit there. I never stuck around to the end, was Me there? Either. They've never done a, a PS sequence in Star Wars and they shouldn't start now. Because I know, that's, that's, that's their weird. thing, right? Like, leave that. Like, Disney can, can not do that in a Star Wars series, but just yeah. keep that to the, to, the, to the MCU, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. I actually found Kylo Ren to be a bit of a 
whiny shit. Yeah, I didn't. Like, anytime it's like, okay, something went wrong, and then he just starts raging and, like, taking his lightsaber and destroying things. Yeah. Once he did that, it's like, okay, so you're not as, you're not even close to being as terrifying as, as Vader. Vader. Yeah. Because when we discussed on the the preview for, for Star Wars, Vader was truly feared by everybody because right. if somebody did something like if somebody misstepped just a little bit like they're basically shitting their pants like uh, am i gonna die now mm. <laughs> so i definitely didn't get that feel from kylo ren i actually got a bit of a a, a zuko feel from him <laughs> oh good pull very good pull rock Where it's yes. like this thing go my way fire fire rage <laughs> yes very good that's a Deep cut. Nice pull. I didn't even think of that. Good job, Rob. See, that's why I bring you on this pod for stuff like that. Good stuff. I didn't think that. It was very, yeah, it was very, I didn't get my way. Although Zuko actually is a, you know, Zuko was supposed to be, what, 12 or something? So, like, that's perfectly nice. Yeah, but the way Kylo Ren, uh... Yeah, it was very... Acting was very much like, you know, a preteen... <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. Which he looked like, because like when he took off his mask, I'll tell you, I like two, I like a couple of things. Because when he took off his mask, there were a few things I didn't like, and a few things I, I liked about the mask removal. Because when he first removed it, because uh, in the movie when he's got it, when he removes it, he, he's got Ray trapped, and he's trying to. Yeah. Uh, once again, it's a Sith Lord. Oh, and not yet another uh, similarity between Episode Four because the Sith Lord is trying to interrogate the female character to give him the information that he needs. Yeah. Um. And doesn't succeed. Yeah, yes, yes, well put. Does not succeed. And uh, and they didn't bring in Dr. Ball or whatever, <laughs> Dr. Torture Ball or whatever the hell that was. That would be <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so she goes, you know, oh, you're just a coward who hides behind a mask. And he takes it off. And it was weird because when they take it, when they take it off and it was uh, uh, Adam Driver, who I think is on that show Girls. I don't watch Girls, but I'm fairly certain he's on Girls. And uh, when he takes his mask off, they do this hero shot moment with him as yeah. if you're supposed to know who he is. <laughs> Even though you're like, I don't know this guy. It was a lot like in uh, <laughs> Justice League Unlimited when Luthor switched into Wally West Flash's body. Did you ever see that? No. Uh, well, you, Luthor, you might, you, No, yeah, you might have showed that to me. Oh, well, basically, it's, it's a hilarious moment where Luthor and Flash switch bodies. And then, so Luthor is running around the Justice League watchtower, yeah. fighting all of them in Flash's body. And at a certain point, he, he goes to, like, the washroom, and he's, like, just leaning in front of the sink of the, the like, bathroom on the watchtower. And he's like, Lex, you're having a bad day. And then he looks at himself, and he goes, well, at least I'll be able to learn the Flash's secret identity and takes off his mask and then looks at him and goes, I have no idea who this is, right? So like, yeah. It's just this hilarious beat. So it was like that where he like takes off his mask and there was this kind of like, I have no idea who you're supposed to be moment. But it was also kind of cool because when you expect a Sith Lord to take their mask off, you expect it to be like Vader where they're all like, or the or the emperor, right? Where their face is all like deformed yeah. and they got like robot parts and shit. And then it was just Adam Driver's face, and he was this. I mean, he's all fucked up now because he lost a fight to a person who has absolutely no training, and her metachlorian level is through the roof. But they saved the messed up face and all that for Supreme exactly. Leader Snoke. <laughs> exactly, which was what the fuck was that? I didn't mention that during my recap, but the entire time Kylo Ren and a lot of the guys are reporting to this um, Gollum looking. Well, it was 
Uh, that's played by Gollum. It's played by Gollum. It's played by Gollum, Andy Serkis. And just like, what the fuck was that? That irritated the crap out of me. He's the, like, supreme leader Snoke. And I'm like, you are not my Sith Lord, sir. When that scene started, I did not notice that it was a hologram until it disappeared. And I thought, I was like, well, I don't think... Okay, so... Uh, I don't think you were there to realize it because I didn't until the hologram okay. disappeared. Okay, because like at first it's like, are there are there just really like giant people now? That's what I thought too. I was <laughs> did like, they just discover a new planet? Yeah, I thought that would be kind of cool. Well, because like because then it would make me think that like a Rancor could be a Jedi or a Sith Lord or something. And how <laughs> cool would that be, right? A Rancor with like a giant like like a lightsaber the size of a building. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're about, now that would be a real secret weapon empire. Instead yeah, of yeah. Death Star 4, which I'm sure you're fucking working on right now. Jesus Christ. Well, Death no. Star 3. Now it'll be Star Wars Episode 8, Attack of the Rancor. Attack of the Rancor. just something, man. I just, because I mean, like, and this movie made, um, it, it, it definitely solidified Empire Strikes Back as the greatest yeah. Star Wars movie of all time. Specifically because in Empire Strikes Back, they're not trying to blow up a fucking Death Star. Yeah, it's just uh, oh my lord, I I can't they, believe like needed, I'm mind blow like I'm mind blasted, blasted I say. To, hopefully, uh, there's a lot more character development. Yeah, in, they didn't in really, eight, and like but then it would just follow like four, five, six. Um, but there was more character development in four than yes. there was in this movie. Yeah, there was. I mean, we we kind of develop a little bit of character with uh John Boyega because John Boyega's yeah. like. He's like, I'm a stormtrooper, but I'm, you know, I was allegedly stole from birth, so I don't have to necessarily follow the ideals of this first order that exists, and yeah. and then I'll I'll break apart. And when I do, I meet this female, and I kind of sort of have jungle fever with her, and, uh, <laughs> and and something may or may not happen, but and then I guess we learn she has a secret, and that she's a Jedi, right? And, or, yeah. Well, that was the thing with his character, like right at the beginning, you don't know until like. 10 minutes in that it was his first mission yeah on jakku but when he's there he clearly is not okay with what's going on yeah but as when he's not pulling the trigger but from the pod we did a couple weeks ago you asked if vader knowingly ordered the execution of owen and baru yeah this is on this one it is quite clear that kylo ren was like Murder him. Yeah. Very, very. Kill much. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't I, like, oh, it just kind of happened. Nope. They're rounded up. Just execute them all. Yeah, it was so weird. I, I mean, so I that just, was impressive. Or like, not impressive, but like that was slightly surprising. Because th- this is Disney, but I guess yeah. they, tr- they tried to skirt around some things being Disney. They This is, I think, the first Star Wars movie that actually showed blood. Yes, I was going to say that. And that was kind of a cool moment, too, right? Where, because uh, uh, sh- they show blood twice as, as, as yeah. like, later when Kylo Ren is, like, when, when he got winged by, and he's fighting, and you see him, like, beating his side because he's trying to, like, yeah, I don't know, fight the pain or something like that. And, and you see blood, like, on the ground. And uh, there was he, there, and then with the, uh, um, with Finn's mask. Yeah. And that, that was kind of cool because to me, I, I, we didn't initially know that that was John Boyega because it was just some, you know, anonymous stormtrooper. And then he sees one stormtrooper get shot and he tries to like help him up. 
which I kind of liked. I was where I was like, oh man, the stormtroopers helping each other out. That's a fun yeah. little beat. And then he tried to help him out, and then the guy like put his hand up, like the guy who got shot, put his hand in his mask, and it like ended up putting this blood streak. And really, that was just to mark uh, John Boyega as this is the guy to pay attention to, right? <laughs> Basically, but like that's <laughs> true. Yeah, but it was just like. That's a good point. Yeah, but but it was kind of a cool notion that like, hey, these stormtroopers aren't just like anonymous henchmen in James Bond movies or just stormtroopers where it's like they get shot and you don't think that much about them. Yeah. And then, but uh, you know, it turned out that it was like John Boyega who we were gonna he was gonna be our eyes into this world. And I mean, we didn't really get a lot of character. Like he got the most character development because we didn't really get a lot of character development from Ray. Because basically, what happens oh. is she, she's a junker. And then when she touches the lightsaber, we get this vision of her and she was, I guess her mom was torn away from her or something by some anonymous dude. I'm sure yeah. that all we'll learn who did that in the other movies. But, and then I guess she realizes she can use the force later, which <laughs> again is fucking dumb. Because basically when Kylo Ren's torturing her, he, he's trying to torture her for the information uh, as to where the the BB unit is that the the droid unit that has the map to Skywalker, which again they never explain why there's a map to because if Luke Skywalker went into hiding, why did he build a map that people could find for him? And just oh God, none of it made sense. Me, yeah, no, it's a long shot, yeah. but maybe they were basing it off of Luke had seen. Far off into the future. Like, did it say how many years he was uh, in hiding? I don't think they specifically mentioned it, but it had to be. I, I assumed he was gone for like more than ten years or something like. All that. right, let's. Like, like I, I that, that was uh, just, in my head. I said, okay, he's been gone for years, right? Okay, it's, that it's not, like we have a stretch. Months, right? That would be a stretch though, because how old would you peg Kylo Ren then? I pegged him at like like Adam Driver. How old's Adam Driver? In not. <laughs> I just want to use that as a reference. Oh, okay. He's born in 1983, so he's older than me. I pegged Adam Driver's. I played Kylo Ren at 16, 17. What do you think? What, what would you peg him at? I would have said maybe 20. Tops, though, right? Yeah. Only because then that would leave uh, basically possibly three to five years that. Luke was in hiding. Okay. Because otherwise you've got what? A 10 year old kid that goes to the dark side and kills all the Jedis and Luke runs away. You tell me Luke can't deal with a 10 year old. <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose. Although he's not like his father who just apparently kills younglings. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Go to your happy place. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think he's been gone that long. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it, maybe it's only been a couple of years. Yeah, I, I, mean, I suppose. But I, I, I uh, in my head, I had it. And maybe the timeline doesn't work out. Because like maybe Kylo Ren, we don't know. Because in real life, Adam Driver is, is around your age, I guess. He's born in 83, so that makes yeah. him... That makes, that's 32. That's 32. So maybe Kylo Ren's supposed to be 32 and Luke's been gone for like 15 years for all we know. And he, he like, he betrayed him when he was a teenager and now he's been trying to learn the force for 15 years. And that would also explain why Luke, or like Han and Leia are so damn old looking, right? Because, yeah. I, I mean, I guess well, we yeah, have to assume they Kylo all aged. Like, they all clearly aged. Yeah. Well, that's obviously a real life thing. But yeah. I mean, I guess 
we we have based on the timeline, we probably have to assume that Kylo Ren, now that we've discussed it out, he's probably supposed to be in his thirties. Yeah, I can't believe Adam Driver's in his thirties because that guy looked like fifteen years old in that movie, and he had like when he well, took the mask off, he had like a very crudely shaven teenage like bad teenager mustache. Which, well, that's why I also uh, likened it to Zuko. Yeah, and the hissy just, bits he would have. Yeah. The hissy bits, it's like, okay, he looks kind of young. It's like, all right, maybe they're just going to pull yeah. from the last airbender a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were you upset that uh, Brienne of Tarth never got to take off her mask at any point in the film? Yes. Yeah, me too. I was, I was looking when they caught to her? that character so much, yeah. and she went out like Boba Fett. What did she die? I didn't. I never felt well. Well, assume that she died, or it was if it if it happened, it was all off screen because when they had her captured, she did her thing, and then she makes the whatever comment that you know you're not gonna succeed or whatever. There's people coming, Um, and then they, based on the little back and forth, it sounded like they were gonna throw her into the trash compactor. Right. Yeah. So assuming she's down there when the planet goes. Yeah, yeah, I guess you have to assume that she's dead, but maybe she's not. I mean, you could write some... <laughs> what was her name? Captain Phasma or something like that? Captain Phasma, how are you here? Eh, that's a story for another day. Pew, pew. It's just, oh, God. That's her name. I can't believe that was a fucking line in that. That line was so offensive. Yeah. When, when she was just like, eh, it's a story for another day. I'm like, what? Fuck you. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh, man, I just... Yeah, I just I keep I keep going over in my head like I didn't like this like weird Supreme Leader Snower Snoke Snork one of the Snorks was he one of the Snorks Snoke uh, whatever fuck Supreme Leader Snooky Snooky yeah <laughs> fuck yeah might as well have been Jesus man like I didn't like any of that I, I mean I like the fact that they didn't kill Kylo Ren off I like the fact that we got to see uh, Mark Hamill once again in the Jedi outfit that looked that was. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I, I I didn't dwell on it too much, but is that what Luke does all day? Does he just stand there waiting, or did he feel the force <laughs> yeah, that, was... that Ray was coming? <laughs> I guess there there was some, some some flimsy shit there, some very flimsy shit because it was like they didn't even see, it just seemed like a bunch of like rocks that were there. Like it didn't seem like there was a, even like a cave that he could live in. Yeah. And, I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a map to the Dagobah system. And I thought he was going to be living in, in Yoda's old hut. And that was going to be like another nostalgic twist. That would have been amazing. And, but yeah. At the same time, I was like, man, I hope you would have just like, you know, made the hut a little bigger. Yeah. because <laughs> you really want to hunch over that much? <laughs> yeah. Because there weren't even that, like that hut, like those huts or whatever. Like, like there wasn't even like a cave or anything. So you just assume that Luke's just standing there going any minute now. Any minute, someone's going to be here. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm going to get to turn around and take my hood off in cool fashion, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I left them a map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, two pieces. I left it in R2-D2, who, who just, for sake of plot, woke up at the exact <laughs> moment they needed him to. <laughs> why? W- okay. Why was he on low power? Uh, that was some... Was, was, he wanna... base, was R2-D2 basically throwing a hissy fit? I'm like, no. Yes. I just they, didn't wanna think too, they didn't want to think too hard out of this. They wanted to copy everything that happened in episode four and all the new stuff. They didn't want to think too hard. So they wrote lines like, 
eh, you know, it's a story for another day. Or R2's on low power, but he's going to wake up at the moment we conveniently have both pieces of the map and yeah. he or like uh, other, i can let other the piece of the map and he'll give us the the rest of it and it was like what the shit was that i can let the low power uh go yeah but why did he just wake up all of a sudden like yeah. what prompted that yeah it's just plot plot prompted it rob that was all it was it was, it was a plot device r2 was a plot it was a it was a bad plot device in this fucking movie oh god uh, and they gave stupid ass uh, C-3PO is back. God. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone finish him off? <laughs> like, just... Oh, man. Promptly came in and started making ridiculously co ridiculous comments at awkward times. <laughs> yeah. And it was oh, just like... you're in the middle of something. And why Why did he have the one red arm? Is that... Something oh, they I, will explain that later. I guess, yeah. Like, I was that conveniently... I was trying to remember back to Jedi. I was like, did he get his arm blown off in Jedi? Mm, or is it just like... No, at the, like when the they were celebrating on Endor, yeah. he had both arms. And like, I guess like... And why wasn't he still on Endor as the god of the Ewok? Like, <laughs> That's if right. I'm C-3PO, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm not leaving. I'm a god here. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah. No, they, they didn't say it was him, but do you think that was Admiral Akbar there in the in the uh, when oh. rebels were planning their attack strategy or whatever? Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would be amazed. If I'm that not sure. About. Maybe they said that in the credits, but they never mentioned his name. But it was definitely the same voice actor and everything. It, it's listed on IMDb as Admiral. Is Akbar. it? Oh, okay, yeah. good. That's awesome. So. That's a trap. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Fuck, I love me some Admiral. Give me an Ad see. There's the thing. Give me an Admiral Akbar solo movie. That's the Star Wars movie I want to see. I want to see. I don't want to see a shot. Two for hours of it's a trap. I I don't want to see a shot for shot remake of of Episode Four. I want give me give me a fucking standalone Admiral Akbar. Give me like Admiral Akbar and Nyan Nub and and Akbar Nyan Nub's like Akbar's like number one pilot and he sends him to do shit right. Admiral like, Akbar and Nyan Nub go on an adventure. That's the fucking Star Wars movie we need, man. I just I can't believe like I don't blame Abrams because the 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 he was it was kind of a lose lose situation he was in. Yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't really lose lose, but it was definitely a a real. Don't you fuck, don't you fuck this up, JJ, type of, like... He, he couldn't afford to do that. Yeah, right? and he did... Because he now controls yeah. the fate of Star Wars and Star Trek in movies. It's just so weird that we had... Like, I realized episodes one, two, three, and four were incredibly terrible. But it's just weird that we did have... Like, if you counted the expanded universe... We did have some really good stories to build upon about you oh, know, yeah. the children, which he sort of used, but it was like the children of Luke and Leia, or no, Luke and Leia, the children of Luke and Han. Fuck. <laughs> Han and Leia? Han and Leia. Now, there's a fan fiction that I'm sure someone's written. The children of Luke and Han. Uh, the children of Han and Leia and Luke Skywalker and, and Mara Jade and all that stuff. And he he took that. He I guess he he looked at the EU and he said, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to make the Star Wars movie I want to make. And yeah. what he made was a shot-for-shot shot remake of Episode Four, with changing in, around a little thing. Yeah, with things. changing around a couple, just a couple of things and adding someone's kid, and it was just like, yeah. 
And there's because yeah, a... I think in the in the EU they have uh, Han and Leia have three kids, right? Yeah, and one yeah. of them is. And as far as we know, they only had one. Yeah, they didn't explicitly say it. I mean, it, actually, in the in the scrolling text, it didn't say uh, General Leia Solo. No, it said Leia Organa. It did, and, yes. And then, so it's like okay, so it lets you, it leads you to believe that either they were never married. Um, if they were, they're now divorced or they're having a fight, or but they're not together. Yeah, they, and they never explained why they still weren't together. It was all just this mysterious backdrop, but they still loved each other. Yeah. They just couldn't be together for reasons unexplained because... And because, uh, like, because it didn't list it as Leia Solo, if it listed as Leia Solo, everything would have almost immediately pointed but, to Kylo Ren being yeah. their son. Yeah, so that was, and I'm sure that was a conversation that they all had, like all the people who were working on the movie had at certain points. They're like, what do we say? They're like, oh, we get, do we say Princess Leia? Do we say Leia? We can't say Leia Solo, otherwise it gives it away. Yeah. And yeah. Like so, it doesn't explicitly give it away, but it connects a lot of dots that you could easily make the connection. Yeah. Um, a question I had when, uh, when Kylo Ren is on the catwalk, yeah. And Han Solo yells at him. He yells his name. Did he say Ben? I heard him or, say Ben. I thought he said Ben too. Like, am, am I the only one? Like, like, because I, to me, that feels like if they called him Ben, then that means they named their kid after Ben, after Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Ben Kenobi, yeah. which to me I think is a good, but but I, it, it happened so quickly that I was like, whoa, did he say Ben or did he say Ren? And like, obviously, I didn't have the movie. PVR, and so I couldn't rewind it, but yeah. So your take, like it, you, it did sound like Ben, though, right? It sounded like Ben. Okay. And honestly, until I looked at the the credits, yeah, I didn't know that it was Kylo Ren. Yeah. I thought it was Kyle O Ren. <laughs> oh so yeah, like, yeah. So like, until you see it in writing, like how JJ, you, can, you can hear and see things completely different. Yeah, exactly. When it comes yeah. to people's exactly. names. <laughs> like how J.J. Abrams in this movie, I appreciated that he didn't use his favorite character, Len Zaflair, in this movie, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Except <laughs> the theater that I was in, during the, the trailers and all the commercials beforehand, everything sounded like it was in um, just two-channel audio. It didn't sound like it was in surround sound. Or it didn't sound like there was any bass. It sounded echoey and in a hallway. That must have been your... your... It was the it, it was the it was the theater itself because then behind the screen yeah in the bottom middle left with me looking at the screen it's like oh there's a light on there now that kind of looks like the light that would be when it's from behind the screen because they're tinkering with something yeah and then it, it fucking came up during the movie too <laughs> and I just when it happened it's like oh it got a little brighter or lighter in that corner of the screen. I'm just going to let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> You're to watch Star Wars. I was in the back Don't row in the middle. It's a, you. it's a long way for me to get out and disrupting a lot of people. But if I was anywhere near an aisle, I would have immediately, the first time it happened during like the credit or like the previews, I would have got up and went and talked to somebody. It's like, is your sound fucked? Can I have a refund? <laughs> I'm going to stay, but give me my money back, too. <laughs> this shit's supposed to work. 
that's amazing. But thankfully, it only happened the one time during the movie. And the sound, it seemed fine. It did, it did seem like it could have been better. Now, maybe it was because I was in the smaller theater. But I don't know. Yeah, I didn't have any technical problems where I was. So it all, it all sounded and looked good, which brings me to my next. Uh, it looked great. Yeah, like the, like everything that goes on in this movie, they did not overuse the CG, which was obviously one of the, the biggest. As I pointed out before, yep. this, and I know you approve of it, the CG that they used in this blended fantastically. Yes, Chris. The way they Crisp. had the uh, the way that it was being filmed and the world and everything, much like. Fury Road. Yep. Absolutely. Whereas episodes one, two, and three was basically, here's your green screen, go do stuff in front of it. And it is clear that it's all CG. Mm-hmm. It was, it was it, it, like, yeah, everything looks crisp. It wasn't like when, when, we, when you watch Phantom Menace and they were like, hey, here's Jabba the Hutt at the pod race. And then Jabba the Hutt came out and he like, was so cartoony that it looked like, like, <laughs> Yeah. It just looked like you could have like moved him off the screens. <laughs> like if people wanted to, like you could have like swiped left and he would have disappeared because he was yeah. that cartoony looking and it was just like, oh god, like everything looked really good and all of the like they didn't overuse the CG and the special effects that like the practical ones. It was all it was it was just like like hats off to everybody. And it, yeah. it, it for the future Star Wars movie movies, keep doing that. Yeah. Just Absolutely. hire some writers that come up with some original ideas because that was what that was what this movie was lacking it was so bereft of original ideas and it just it hurt me so bad i just wanted something new just just something new but i mean like they at least stepped themselves away because like the the biggest movie thing that's been going like the biggest movie franchise going right now is obviously the, the the marvel cinematic universe right yeah which refuses refuses to kill off characters yeah. In any of their movies, even like Hawkeye, a guy everyone would be like, if he goes, no one would care, right? They're like, just, you gots to go. And they took Han fucking solo and they're like, Han, you're out. You gotta go, man. Like, we, we, we need you not here when yeah. we make episodes eight and nine, right? Which is just to me, I thought, I thought it was good. It sucked that it hit the exact same beats as when Obi Wan died in episode four, but like everything else in the movie was stealing from a beat in episode four. But like, um, that said, uh, Chewbacca's got to kill Kylo Ren, doesn't he? He's definitely going to be out for blood on that. Yeah, like, wouldn't that be awesome if, like... If the I... two ever cross paths... Yeah. Um, Chewie's going to have, uh... We've heard stories Some of, opinions. Yeah, we've heard, uh, legendary stories of Wookiees ripping arms off of people. So what if yeah. Chewbacca <laughs> ripped the arm off... Like, what if Kylo Ren went in for a stab and then, uh... Chewy like caught him at the wrist and just tore his arm from his body. That's the fucking. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That's the Star Wars moment I want to see. Can we get a little like just a little something, just some some crazy stuff? Not. Do you want, do you want to hear some bad news though? No, nah, throw it out there. We're with Disney now. Ah, and I feel like that is not going to fly at Disney. Yeah, I mean, I just ugh, so bad. But that is definitely like that's the type of thing that you don't see in Star Wars, yet it's talked about or in all of the expanded universe stuff, that stuff will happen. Uh, The Star Wars universe, I mean, even before, you're right, before it was owned by Disney, uh, it was no stranger to removing the limbs from from people. (laughs) Like, people would get their limbs lightsabered 
constantly on this on, on in this series. But and I we were actually wrong before talking about lightsabers and limbs. Fonda Bubba was the first character to bleed. Oh, you're right. Yeah, technically because they bleeding. didn't have lightsabers cauterize. Well, te well, technically, four. like he wasn't like it, it, his arm wasn't spraying blood, but like the arm that they the the part that got chopped off, right? You yeah. got the one shot where it was laying on the ground and there was blood kind of yeah protruding so from that it. was actually yeah. the the, the yeah. only up until this movie the only blood that I think was yeah uh, I think so. you're right because like an Empire I can't remember unless it was his wine unless yeah, he was drinking true. wine it just <laughs> happened to go there no, I think you're right and I think that was the only amount of blood in in the first yeah three that I can think of because there wasn't any like unless you count like and I guess that's like humanoid blood, right? Because or from from various humanoid characters. Because like, I get there's technically Wampa blood in Empire. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's technically Wampa blood in Empire, and there's technically uh, you know a few creatures, a few other like lizardy creatures, like those those I forget what they were called, but the the big ass creatures in um uh Force Awakens uh, that attacks them on that freighter ship or whatever it was right. but they get a couple limbs removed and there's like green goo yeah. flying around which you assume right. was the blood but that was, but that was the yeah. new one and that it yeah. showed uh blood on uh finn's mask mm -hmm. or helmet so yeah but but you're right there's there was certainly more more pronounced blood i think is the uh yeah is is the the, the better phrase i mean yeah it's just I don't know. I, I really wanted to like this movie and I walked out of it. Well, okay. Then what's your overall, like on, you've got your thumb sideways, which I feel like I got it. Is it just going to stay there or are you actually going to slowly move it in, in a particular way? If group? I were to slowly, because I know it's not going to be vertical. No way. <laughs> if I were to slowly move it in a direction, I would move it probably one quarter down. Really? Which to me is like a C minus, I think. Because it was just such a blatant ripoff. I can't, I I can't reward remakes. <laughs> remakes, like if because you sold it to me as episode seven. It was sold to me as episode seven. If if Abrams came out and said, "Listen, we're gonna reboot the Star Wars franchise. This is gonna be our kind of update of episode four for a new generation, and then we're gonna tell a new story with new characters." But it's not. It's episode seven. So you got to bring new shit to the table for me. You cannot just remake episode four and then at the end go, oh, by the way, Luke. Like, you just, you can't, yeah. you can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, I just, I can't abide by it. So I'm not going all the way down. I'm going like one quarter of the way down with my thumb into like a meh minus, I guess, if we were to, if you were yeah. to read this, the good, the bad, the meh, I gotta give it a meh minus. Like, it's not as bad as one, two, and three, but what you can say about one, two, and three as misbegotten and ill-conceived as those movies were, at least they were trying to tell us something new, right? And in this right. one, I never felt like we were getting something new. We were getting the same story in episode four, rehashed, just through the eyes of a guy of a character that was at one point a stormtrooper. Yeah. That said, what were your feelings? Uh, 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 feelings on on Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I agree with what you said, but I I can't give it below a meh. 
but I would probably yeah. give it a Matt plus. It's not a bad movie. I think I, I think I said it earlier when I said it, it's not a bad movie movie. I, I think after when I got home, I had sent you a, a text yeah. to say it's like I've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you said, I think your initial re- response to me was, it's not great. Yeah, no, it's not. So it's, like, it's not a great movie, but yeah. it's still entertaining. It's mm-hmm. it is Star Wars. It's the, it is a lot of the money. characters that you love. Mm-hmm. It um, is worth your money. It is yeah. it is worth your money. I, th- I think everybody should I would go say see it once. Like I yeah. don't know that I would go back and no. see it again. You're not getting another. Now I might have to go take because I went by myself because the wife was working and I had nothing to do, so I had to go. So I may have to plot, but like it's gonna be tough. Like yeah. it, it'll be the thing. Like so, I may have to go see it twice, but with the you know take the wife. But like it might be the thing when the guy goes, I need this money. I hand, I, I hand him my 20 and then he grabs it, but I don't let go right away. You know? like, and then finally I'm like, okay, okay, take it. Right. <laughs> like, but like, I didn't walk out and, and like, I kind of did in Phantom Menace. Like I walked out of Phantom Menace and, and I remember thinking, or not Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace. I walked out and I was Jedi mind tricked in that one where yeah. I walked out and I was like, well, we were young. We yeah. were young and naive. And I was like, what the hell happened now? Attack of the clones. I walked out of and I was like, I want to get my fucking money back for attack of the clones. Cause that was garbage. Right. Cause like attack of the clones was the one where you were like, okay, maybe the first one was a fluke. Right. I'll go. And then I never went to see revenge of the Sith in the theaters. I waited till, uh, uh, I, I, th- I can't remember if I rented it or if I somebody bought it and then I borrowed it or somebody burned it for me out because that was in the age of when you know people would burn CDs for you still right yeah. so uh, I just yeah like it's I think I like the the best way I can describe it and I think I said it earlier this is not a bad movie movie it's yeah. a bad Star Wars movie yeah. Yeah, bad's probably strong but it, it's a not great Star Wars movie and. I think because it had people are watching it because I haven't read any reviews of it yet or watched anybody um, talk it. Well, that's not true because I did watch Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith did like a quickie thing where he basically recorded himself. What like he recorded him? He recorded himself in a basically a blank room talking about. He's like and he was like I loved it. This is what we did. But Kevin Smith is a horrific barometer, and I, I love Kevin Smith. <laughs> But he's a horrific barometer for the Star Wars movies because I remember he loved Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones when they came out. And it was just like, okay, so you can't really take Kevin Smith at face value when, when it comes to the Star Wars Is franchise. his opinion about them still the same today? I No, I don't think so. But I think he came to his senses later. But I remember reading his review. He wrote a stellar review of Attack of the Clones and of Revenge of the Sith and stuff, right? Okay. And I remember reading those going, why did he watch the same movie? Cause like he's, <laughs> he's rich and in, uh, in Hollywood. Right. So I was like, did he get a copy of like, like the good version of this movie that I didn't get to see? Right. Like, do I have to become one of those rich people to get like, like remember when the Homer became part of the stone stone cutters. And then Lenny was like, yeah, don't bother dialing nine one one anymore. Here's the <laughs> real number. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, would it be like if you get super rich, they go, don't bother watching there. Don't bother going to the theaters. Here's a real copy of the movie, right? Yeah. It's like, so, yeah, he was really like, oh, fuck, it's so good. And I was just like, man, that was the only one. And I didn't want to read any reviews because I didn't want my opinions and what I had in my head that I wanted to say to be muddled because I wanted my opinions to be my own. But right. 
I just, and now I'm going to go out and read a few others and maybe I'll get a little uh, less soft or harsh on this. See, see which way the barometer moves. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but see, and, and kind of gauge other people. Cause I have no idea if people have been slurping this movie online or if they've been, uh, other people have, have seen it the same way I did where they, it was just like, I, I, I wonder if other people noticed that it was basically a shot for shot remake of, of episode four, basically. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I, I walked out of it and you noticed it a lot more than I did when I went through it. Um, I, I, I definitely noticed a yeah. lot of parallels to episode four, but I mean, it seems like when you got out, if you didn't catch it all right away, you sat down and you thought through it. And it's like, yeah, yep. That's, that's the same. Cause I walked out and I, I honestly didn't know, like I walked out of this one and I was like, I don't, I, did I like it? Did I not like it? I mean, I just, I didn't, I'm not sure. Cause like, I was like, what beats hit, what beats didn't hit. Yeah. And then I started to replay the movie kind of in my head. And then I was just like, it's cause I, I walked out going, something's not right. What's not right about this movie. And then I figured it out. And when I figured it out, it was, I was like, it's a remake. It's a shot for shot remake. Yeah of episode four i mean it really is and like i knew when i walked out i was like i knew i didn't fucking like the fact that it was death. i didn't two things i didn't like i didn't like death star three off the hop and i didn't like ray force pulling a lightsaber with no training and then because like luke skywalker again the supposed you know uh, jedi like like greatest jedi of all time yeah. in empire really needed to focus his shit in order to pull his lightsaber out of the snow so he could escape the wampa and he had some training from obi-wan yeah. at that point right like some ray has no training she's a girl who's been living in the desert her entire life and then apparently she just force pulls a lightsaber past a sith lord or past sorry i keep saying sith lord kylo ren's not a sith lord past a an uh a dark jedi at the very least a dark jedi yeah a, a dark whatever at the very least like and i was just like what i don't agree with that bullshit and uh, I, I actually didn't mind that. It was a cool moment because you know like her metaphorian cool counts moment. are off the charts and all that. Yeah, she obviously knows how to use a weapon because she had her staff and she clearly knew what she. That's was doing. the thing. It made more sense for her to be somewhat. It, it made more sense than it did for Finn's character to for her to be able. Okay, I've got the lightsaber now, but I have no training. But we saw her, you know, you, you know, flipping around a staff and whatnot earlier. So. You can at least buy, okay, she can go. But, like, the force yeah. pulling, I, 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 I couldn't, like, the dude could not abide by that. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, no, no, not force pulling. If she wants to pick up that lightsaber but with her hand from the ground <laughs> and then fight and can sort of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with, the, with the Sith guy because he's, uh, because we saw her whooping ass a little earlier and she could hold her own and stuff. But, like, the force pull, I was just like, no, get out of my face with that nonsense. All right, well, what if you bring in the the couple of scenes, or, like, the couple seconds worth of scenes, um, when she went and found the lightsaber? Yeah. Because it called to her. That's the so thing. And her I... Like, her metachlorian count's so off the charts that yeah. she already has this connection with it, that she knows what to, to do. I it it like helps that's... feed her or guide her a little bit more. That's flimsy though. That's Oh, I never said flimsy it was strong. At best. <laughs> but I mean, and like, cause that was the thing, like, cause when cut, when she was getting interrogated and Kylo Ren was like doing his, his Vader impression where he was like holding out his hand, except he wasn't force choking her. He was like forced mind raping people, I guess. Right. 
And uh, it seemed like he activated her powers or something. Like, that was how I took it, where he was just like, oh, God, I've activated her powers, and now she's more powerful than I could possibly imagine. She's just mimicking what I'm doing. Yeah. I, maybe I'm a little biased, too, because I, I don't like the Jedi, and I, I'm... If if I was in the Star Wars universe, I would absolutely be on the Empire side. I, I'm not. I'm reserving judgment on that one. Yeah. I think you don't like the the Jedi the way they were portrayed in the first three movies. Yeah, that's or a, even potentially four, five, and six to yeah. a little bit, but definitely the first uh, episodes yeah, one, two, three. That, and that was the biggest problem with one, two, three is because one, two, three when they got into the politics of it all, you were like, well then who's you, really the bad are you a guy robot? Here, because right? yeah it's like well who's really the bad guy here the jedi are talking a lot of nonsense and i don't have to like both sides have like propaganda and i don't necessarily have to buy into what yeah. the jedi way of life is whereas in four five six the bad guys are clearly the bad and that was another thing that they established in in episode seven is that the bad guys are clearly the bad guys right and, oh yeah and uh, like the like the, the Sith Lords and whatnot, those are the planet blowing up bad guys. And yeah. it didn't, and it didn't take the scrolling text to let you know. No, the, yeah. the first order made their actions pretty clear when they decided to just murder everybody exactly. who was remaining on Jakku. Yeah, in exactly. that one encampment. Yeah, but I mean, like the action sequences were fantastic in this. Everything was well choreographed. I really liked the uh, the, the sequence where. Um, the first order attacked the uh whatever that sanctuary type thing for the rogues was in the middle of the movie yeah. and I, then, I think it was like a merchant like a trading outpost yeah outpost. something whatever whatever it was it was the cantina thing yeah it's definitely a cantina <laughs> yeah the cantina thing that they attacked and like everybody was like it, it originally started you know everybody fight like everybody was fighting all like all these like rogue bandits and stuff were fighting against the uh uh, the, the first order, Kylo Ren was walking around stabbing people with lightsabers, and they had the the, the vibro blade versus lightsaber fight with the stormtrooper yeah. versus Finn. That was that was a lot of fun. And then Han Solo and Chewie are shooting each other, shooting people with the bowcaster, and and then it was really amusing when yeah. Han asked, like, "Can I try that?" Which is weird because they've been fighting I like this. Like, Why have you not tried it before? Yeah, right. Like presumably it's like 40 years like rob if you and i were buddies in, in space for 40 years and you had a bowcaster i'm not waiting 40 years to be like dude can i have a shot with the bowcaster just watch it'll be your thing but can i try it once on the little robot droid that spins around and shoots at you or i'm off taking a leak he's like well, yeah not using it right now i'm just gonna pick it up yeah or be like like maybe you're asleep and i'll be like rob i gotta go meet somebody and be like i'm meeting greedo right i'm borrowing your bowcaster right like, and i don't know if it was uh if he'd made any modifications to it or not but that bowcaster seemed to have a lot more kick to it this oh, time you have to assume he's made some upgrades over the years because it was blowing it was like hitting stuff and exploding which i was like yeah. that's kind of cool but like i really like the sequence went like because the first order kind of captured everybody and they were taking everybody prisoner and on and everybody had their arms up and they're getting ready to be taken and then all of a sudden you hear like Boom, and they're like oh it's the resistance and the resistance show up in x-wings and they start pew pewing everything that that's a lot of fun that's the stuff yeah. that's the stuff in star wars that i love i mean i would prefer a little more original thought put into the entire film but yeah. that was because it was it was still x-wings versus tie fighters <laughs> yes at the very at the very thing it's still very very much x-wings versus tie fighters yeah. but um 
Man, I just, I think, I mean, did you get to give an overall grade? Uh, I went with the the math, math plus. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think. Like, I did, like, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I would have liked to have seen more out of it than remaking four as much as it did. Um, but there's, as always in the Star Wars movies for me, there are certain characters that I want to see a lot more of and ones yeah. that I don't care for. Personally, it doesn't matter to me that Han's dead. No. Like, he was never one of my favorite characters or anything like that. So I mean, I always liked the the charm, the, the dashing rogue that was Han Solo, but he went when he oh, went sure. down, I wasn't like oh and then like I wasn't like, oh my god, Han Solo's yeah. gone until later when I thought about it. I was like, man, they they fucking toss away Han Solo for a lazy episode four remake. God damn it. Like I just yeah. uh I would've I would have liked to see uh... at the time I was like I'm okay with this. I'm like, I'm okay with this. They need this. This, this, I was like, this is the direction it needs to go. And when he died, it at least had some cadence because Kylo Ren had that conversation where he was like, yeah, cause he's a dark, a but dark. it was just like one conversation. Like, yeah. Okay. Kylo Ren is Han's son. Yeah. We were told it once. Mm-hmm. I think there was a second conversation with the Supreme uh, Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader Snooky, yes. Um, yeah. And then there might have been one other scene where he was just talking to himself or making comments to himself. Mm-hmm. And then there was the bridge. There wasn't a huge buildup. Like, yeah. you didn't... No, it was like, all done it, through... It didn't have gravitas. Like, it, didn't it, have... it was just all done through off comments, Yeah, basically. Which is so why it's the... just like, okay... It's father and son. I mean, take that for what it is. Like, mm-hmm. build upon it yourself. But when you do that, that's the kind of stuff that I do when I'm walking or like when I'm watching like horror movies, like Z level horror movies. Yeah. Like, I can enjoy all sorts of movies, and it's just like, well, this is a piece of garbage, but I'm going to make the things that I like. I'm going to focus on those. I'm going to make my own. Just make up the rest. Yeah. <laughs> this movie needed one more draft. It needed one. I think it needed one more time for some right like a group of guys to comb through it and be like okay how can we make this a little better with some explanation let's not explain people to death but let's fucking give them something and they didn't really give us anything although i did kind of like the notion like because there was the one scene where kylo ren they didn't touch on it enough but i did kind of like they did have the scene where like kylo ren was sitting by himself and he was talking about how he feels the light calling him yeah and it was kind of a cool notion that the dark jedi's you know, struggle with being evil where they're like, man, I am an evil bastard. Am I really yeah. doing that? You know? And then like that conscience is getting, yeah, the back. conscience is getting in the way. That was kind of a cool notion. They that was when he really... was talking to Vader's mask, right? Yeah. And then never really, they never really kind of touched on, they never really expanded upon that. I mean, they sort of did when he said the line where he's like, I need you to help me get over the last hurdle. And then he yeah. stabbed Han. So it, it, in that sense, it at least made sense for him to kill Han. Right. But it was still such a throwaway line. I wish they explored more stuff like that where it was like Kylo Ren is like, man, I, I'm like, I've got a conscience. How do I like, how do I get rid of the, con-? it was a lot like when Homer's like, how do you silence that little voice that uh, tells you to not do bad things? And he goes, Lisa. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a little bit like that to me. I mean, it's just, there was good shit in this movie though. Like it's there. There's, it's just, I feel like this movie needed one more draft, but it's they might be trying not... to draw out a lot of it. Yeah. They might be trying to stretch that out over the three movies. 
Like, I, I, I have, I have one question for you. Maybe we'll go out on this, but if, if, if we want to keep talking, we certainly. Oh, well, I got a, I got a comment then that I'm going to say beforehand. Oh, all right, we'll, we'll be brought up we'll, since a couple of times. Let me, let me write mine down so that I don't forget. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you ask me yours. All right, it's it's not really a question or anything. It's just more of when I left the theater, like because I went to see it with my dad. When we left the theater, we're still in the building. And as we're leaving, he starts talking to me about a particular scene. <laughs> and Is this in front of the lines? Well, we went to a 7.30 showing, so there weren't really any lines. But oh, there's okay. still people in there because, like, 10.30 shows haven't started. Yeah. So it's like they may not have seen Star Wars yet. They might be going to see it. And he starts talking about Han's son. I mean, I was just like... You need to just be quiet. Yeah. Save until it for the car. We get to the car. Yeah. Because we are still in public here. <laughs> I do not want to live. everything. He well, he basically <laughs> he didn't homer Han's death, but he yeah. would he would have homered that Kylo Ren was Han and Leia's son. Yeah. And it's just like, nope, just hold on. <laughs> That's great. That's we need great. to get into the car that. first because Simpsons did this. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the great... Exactly like, this. <laughs> that, that would be a great thing to go back in time and do. <laughs> do that, Homer. Walk out of the first yeah. showing of Empire and be like, what an ending! Can't believe it was Luke Skywalker's dad the whole <laughs> time, right? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, um, like, Richard hasn't seen this movie yet. Like, I no. don't think he's seeing it until, uh, like, the 31st or something. Yeah, he was saying he's got tickets and... to a place in the States. So since he's staying at my parents, when my dad got home, um, he had to clam up. He basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Richard asked him, "Is like, so how was it?" And he responded something to the fact that I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well played. Well played. Round of applause. But he, to but the he told dad. But Richard told me that today. I was like, "Yeah, I may have had a bit of an influence on that one." Because like, here's the thing: I wanted this pod to be. This was kind of an emergency bat signal pod, and I appreciate you answering the bat signal because I totally threw up the Star Wars uh, Rebel Alliance signal in the sky for this. Because I mean, I you're I, like I saw it last night. Yeah, I had so much percolating in my brain that I could not. I'm like, I was honestly going to explode. There was a couple of times where I like I'm at work and I'm prepping, and I'm and I, as I'm prepping, I'm thinking about what I'm making, and I'm also thinking about the Star Wars movie, and I think about something new that I want to say, and I'm like, God, I can't say it to anybody. And it was so terrible, and it was just, I had all these thoughts percolating, and I wanted it to be, like, a whole, I wanted to get most of the crossover crew here out, and I'm sure we'll have other people on, and, like, I know Dave's gonna want to come on, and because, yeah. man, he was a guy who, who was slurping the movie hard. Like, he loved it and was just like, although he was annoyed with Death Star 3, as with <laughs> the rest of the world. But, like, my brother liked it. I wanted to get him on. Uh, obviously, I Mike Leapock hasn't seen it, and he's a big yeah. Star Wars fan. We'll get him on to talk about this, and I'm sure he'll be like, well, you know, here's what I liked about it, and give something. And, like, we put, we put out, because most of our friends have actually seen it, actually. Oh, and, yeah? Uh I mean, I'm sure we'll get other people on to talk Star Wars, but but overall, I I couldn't go another day without getting something. <laughs> you just, you needed to talk to somebody. I, I about had it. to. I had to do it. So 
Thank you, Rob Goldblatt, <laughs> for, for doing this with me because my God, I was ready to die. Like, I was just like, you, you know, the, did you ever see the Despicable Me when she's like, it's so fluffy, I'm going to die. I was like, if I don't say something soon, I'm going to die. It's like, <laughs> oh, God, I was ready to explode. I had to talk about Star Wars to somebody. I was like, I got this great theory that it's just a ripoff of episode four. God <laughs> damn it. Like, oh, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to... Uh, no, no, that was Any that other was the only thing I think. That's great. So this is this is the question I want to go out on. All right. Do you think that we're gonna find out in future episodes because we're gonna get episode eight because this movie's already made I think like sixteen billion dollars just off. Oh, the there's there's no way we don't get episodes eight and nine. Yeah, and they they want to do the other like. Uh, and it looked like it looked like it was gonna be two years between. Yeah. Like episode eight looks like it's gonna be twenty seventeen. So, I'm assuming. Because it's also uh, talking about 2019 for, for episode nine. There's a rumor that, because we, we know we're getting a standalone Rogue Squadron movie. Right. There's a rumor that I read, and I hope to God this is true, but apparently the Rogue Squadron movie, Rob, mm -hmm. might be about the Bothans who died to bring us this information. Really? And how awesome would that be? Right? Like. So it would take place in between Empire and Jedi. Yeah, and they would be the one they would be stealing the plan the the empire's ultimate plans about death star 2 because we can now say death star 2 i think we all know how the movie's going to end yeah well we <laughs> well because uh, i mean i wedge antilles has got to be a character in those movies right we've got to see it through uh, the got to see if you're doing the rogue squadron movie let's let's make wedge antilles the main character right yeah yeah he's the let's, only one let's do he that. wasn't in this was he no, although I like to think that when they were standing around with the generals and stuff he like that. He was probably one of them. He man. was one of them. Yeah, I like to pretend like, I, I wanted to pretend in my head that that one, because there was Admiral Akbar, Princess yeah. Leia, an Asian guy, and then some other kind of older white dude. And I like to pretend that the older white dude was, oh, and also like um, Jack Porkin's son. Yeah. The dude from, uh, <laughs> played by the dude from Heroes and Poe Dameron were there. And then there was some other random white dude. I like to pretend in my head that that random white dude was like, uh, is now Captain Antilles or something. Yeah. You know, like he's 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 no longer a pilot. He's Captain or or Lieutenant Antilles or something yeah. like that, right? That's just me yeah. in my in my head. That guy probably has a name. Yeah. But in probably. my head, <laughs> yeah, in my head, he's gonna be like Lieutenant Antilles or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because Wedge never died in the in the movie. No. Well, because, yeah, he, he was the only, because he did the thing where, like, uh, he was on the, the, the run to blow up Death Star 1, because Death Star 1 hasn't been getting a lot of love on this spot. It's been all <laughs> Death Star 2 and Death Star 3. But uh, Death Star 1 was uh, Death Star 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, but Death Star, he was the one, he's like, I got a bail, sorry, right? And so he, him and Luke were the only He left two. Biggs to die. Yeah, him and Luke were the only two who survived, and Biggs died, which I always thought was weird. Did you think that was weird? Because we got to know Biggs. And then when Biggs gets shot, well, I guess it was Biggs was the guy who had to die to let it yeah. let the situation seem dire. So actually, as I said that out loud, it would have been dumb if Biggs was the guy who left and Wedge dies. Um, so here's my question. All right. Do you think we'll find out in episode eight that Ray is the is actually Ray Skywalker and is the daughter of Luke? That would be fantastic. I think that would be great. Certainly However, would explain a lot. <laughs> it would explain a whole lot, uh, particularly why the lightsaber called to her. <laughs> yeah. 
why she's able to use it. <laughs> like, well, why there was a map of Luke Skywalker to begin with. Because why she's able to use it doesn't it. really hold. Because why was Finn able to use it? Well, anybody you, can you pick push the you, you push the button. And that was weird. That like Finn, um, John uh, he, Boyega, how John, he knew how to activate it. <laughs> yeah, well, John Boyega and Han Solo are the only non-Jedi or Sith that I can think of that have activated and used the lightsaber. In, yeah, that's right, because Han used it to yeah. gut a Tauntaun. And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. God, I love that line. Fuck, I love Empire. I'm going to go watch Empire right now. When we're done. <laughs> that's just kind of like... But, like, yeah, like, yeah, Han and then John Boyega, those are the only, like, now we may find out that John Boyega also has uh, yeah. an attunement to the Force down the line. Who knows? Well, the but, thing is, like, with the the trailers and everything... Or maybe it was just the posters. It looked like it was always showing both Ray and um, Finn with lightsabers. So I thought yeah. possibly, okay, maybe both are Force users. Mm -hmm. But I chose not to look too deep into it because I didn't want to know anything. But when I first heard of the movie, and like the first glimpse, it's like, no, Ray's the only Jedi. Mm -hmm. But then when I saw Finn with the lightsaber, it's like, well, well, maybe he's the Jedi. But then. Why does Ray have a lightsaber? I'm just going to ignore things. I'm yeah. just going to let it happen. Yeah. I really wish... I think one of my bigger regrets in this is, like, I really hate that they had to make Andy Serkis look like... Gollum. Like Sith Gollum again. Like, why was that the decision made? Like, I mean, maybe he's supposed to be the Emperor, and the Emperor... I really hope because like we that know that it, it is Palpatine uh, that it is Palpatine and that he did go into one of his clones because his wall or it might not be just that but like maybe he knew some like he just took over someone else's body no but like maybe that's still his body like we know that the Jedi oh, and Sith gotcha. can can kind of levitate themselves so maybe when Vader threw him down because when Vader we, we know that Palpatine used to look normal yeah. and then. Uh, when he uh mace windu deflected the laser blast into him it fucked up his face right yeah and then got a lot of force lightning to the face yeah and then when he was force lightning luke in return of the jedi the and now we're just getting total into into fan, yeah. <laughs> fan like fiction guesses here but like vader picked him up and like electrocuted the both of them and fuck and fucked each other fucked him up so maybe it like fucked his face up even further right. and then he threw the Emperor down the shaft of Death Star 3. And no, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Death Star 2. My bad. I'm hitting all my Death Star. There's so many of them now. I can't keep track of all these Death Stars. And uh, yeah, he throws throws them down Death Star 2. You'd think the Emperor would have been like, you, you idiot, that can't kill me. I know how to levitate myself slightly, right? Because, yeah. you know, so I mean, you can explain it away. I just, I think it would be. And, you know, during that lightning thing, it fucked his face up even more. Yeah. And now he looks like Gollum or something like that. And I just, if that's not the case, if that's the case, I'm fine with it. If that's yeah. not the case, then I would have preferred it if my, my new Supreme Sith Lord was more like, um, I'm going to say like, Darth, if you haven't seen Darth Malgus in uh, the old Republic video game, right. I, I'd prefer them to look more like that. Right, where it's like they look like just these hulking robot, like half man, half machine type. Sim. Right. I don't know. I like it's just something intimidating. Like that thing looked like I could walk up and just slap it in the face, and it would leave <sighs> alone. 
I don't know. Yeah. Because I just I'm not gonna be like Sith Golem is not is not something I'm gonna be afraid of, right? Like, give me fucking. It's better than on that line. It is better than having Jar Jar Binks in there. Yeah, for any reason whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, as fun as that conspiracy. Yeah, I love the fact that there was absolutely no hint of any of that like they, they didn't harp on the prequels or like and you can't even say prequels they just ignored them <laughs> yeah well you can't even say prequels anymore because technically now that we have episode seven four five and six are technically prequels right so you got to come up with a new a new name i guess you call them the second trilogy now or something like that <laughs> um but yeah i just i like the fact that yeah nothing was referenced the only thing that was referenced was the, the fact that they, you know, he said he said he was his grandfather, I guess technically, right? But yeah, ah <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but you actually brought up uh, another thing uh, that I meant to mention. There is a lot of battles, one on one, or maybe there's three people uh, fights where somebody is getting thrown down some sort of like shaft. Yeah, very phallic. <laughs> very phallic. Yeah, every movie, almost. Um, it's almost a surprise that uh, Vader didn't throw uh, Obi Wan Kenobi through like the hole in uh, the Death Star <laughs> instead yep. of uh, using a lightsaber or something. Because in Return of the Jedi, you've got Vader throwing the Emperor. In Empire, you can go with. Uh, Luke just falling down falling, yep. in uh, Which I've never Cloud City. fully understood when he did that. Was that like a suicide attempt? I kind of feel like it was suicide or yeah. he ha- he knew enough what he was doing with the Force to mm-hmm. kind of get him... Which supports my The Emperor's oh. Alive theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I interrupted your, your little thing there. Go ahead. In episode one, you've got uh, Darth Maul. Yes. And then I don't know about episodes two and three... Three, you could probably go. It's got to be something. I had, I, I've seen episode two and three. Oh, Mace Windu got thrown out a window. Yeah, and uh, didn't General Grievous get shot down a chasm by or something by? Uh, uh, by by well, Obi Wan? Or did he just shoot him and then he exploded? I think he just shot him in the heart. <laughs> yeah, you know, nah. it's it's very uncivilized. <laughs> the one good moment of prequels. <laughs> How uncivilized! What <laughs> good moment? <laughs> oh. It's not. A, it's not every movie, but a good number of them. There's just a fight, and then somebody's getting thrown down a long ways. And in this one, it was all right. Han got stabbed, and then down you go. <laughs> Bodies don't get found again. Yeah. So. Earlier this week, I pointed out, or I, I just, I noticed that, uh, I, I'm just going to say this, Star Wars was not the best, or I, I noticed that there was another franchise from my childhood, and from the 70s, that debuted the seventh um, movie of its franchise, much like Star Wars did. Yeah. And I'm just going to say that that movie blew Force Awakens out of the water on all fronts. And I'm going to suggest that you go see that one, Rob. And, and what franchise is that? That franchise is the Rocky franchise. Because the Rocky franchise released Creed, which is the seventh in the Rocky franchise. Mm-hmm. And that movie 
was fantastic on all fronts. And I'm going to have to rank. I'm not sure if I like Force Awakens better than Furious 7. Because those were the three, those are the three sevens. That the seventh number of a franchise that came out. It was Creed. Those, those are the lucky seven movies. Creed, yeah, the lucky sevens. Creed, Force Awakens, and Furious Seven. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take a long. I know Creed's number one, but I'm gonna have to have myself a think, and I'm gonna figure out whether two, which, which order two and three are, and which one Force Awakens and which one Furious. I'm gonna have to have myself a think. I'm not sure. I won't be able to release that information just on this pod, but Green <laughs> is definitely number one. Uh, how long am I going for? I have no idea. After, I, I've only seen one is, of those movies. Um, which like, one? Uh, the Fast and the Furious? No. Uh, I, I've only seen The Force Awakens of those three movies. Oh, yeah. I've seen, um, yeah. I haven't seen Furious 7. I don't even know that I've seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. I can't. Re- I honestly can't remember if I even saw the first one. The, fa- the Fast I feel like I saw the first one, but yeah. I might not have. Next time you come over, you and I, we're going to plow through all of the fa- uh, Furious <laughs> movies. Because, I mean, they're so deliciously perfect for what, they, what they're supposed to be, <laughs> right? For what there's, except for Tokyo Drift, which is a, a weird misstep. But uh, Creed, I, I know you've seen a lot of the Rocky movies, right? I've, I've, seen, I've seen one. I don't know that I've seen all of four. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I probably I know I've seen the first one. Yeah. I really don't know how much of the others that I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Well, you I definitely know, need to watch. I know Rocky. what happens. I know you've watched Rocky Four from beginning to end. I'm sure I have. But, but like, uh, Creed, I, you know what goes on. So it, like, yeah. you go see Creed. Creed is a, just a fantastic movie. That's gonna be my last recommendation on the end of this. Force Awakens. Like, if you're sitting there and like Force Awakens looks super busy and you haven't seen Creed. Go see Creed. That's what I. That's, that's what I'm gonna say about this one. About uh, uh, Force Awakens uh, isn't going anywhere. And Force Awakens so. has already got enough goddamn money. Creed should be making more money than Force Awakens. That's that's what I'm gonna say about about this. That's gonna be my big. That's my hot take on on, on this whole on this whole thing. Is that Creed should be making more money than Force Awakens? But it won't. Oh man. Um, anything else to say? Uh, I look forward to more Luke Skywalker in the next yeah. one. Great, I agree. I, I want to see a lot more of uh, Ray and Luke Skywalker in uh, in Episode Eight. True. Yeah, agreed. And let's 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 make our characters a little less one dimensional in. Uh, that would be nice in, in Episode Eight. Let's 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 fi- let's let's figure some shit out. Um, Rob Callflesh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for answering the like. Just thanks for having yeah, me on again. Can't thank you enough for for answering the uh, the bat symbol I put up today, the the crossover podcast signal I put up today. Because man, I I got it. I had to get a lot off my chest on this movie. And I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be able to sleep better tonight now that I got this off my chest. You're gonna so, sleep like a little baby. I will. I, I'm honestly, I'm just, I'm gonna just hit the pillow. My, my head's gonna hit the pillow, and I'm just gonna be out because I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, I guess nothing less to say except uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, or Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate, uh, Happy Festivus. Uh, Hanukkah's technically over, but uh, not exactly sure when Kwanzaa and everything else go on, but I'm fairly certain they are going on, and if you celebrate those things, have a good one of those, and... I guess I guess we're out. That'll be it. Uh, crossover podcast available on at thecrossoverpodcast.com, available on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Also on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. 
I'm available on Twitter uh, at Empire Six on Twitter. That's the, also the the crossover podcast main account. You get a few like me tweeting about sports and uh, when the Lions fall apart. That's usually a good <laughs> place to be. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think that's it. We're on Facebook uh, crossover podcast. You know, Facebook.com slash the crossover podcast. Wherever uh, we'll be back later on this week. We, uh, this is normally the slot where we do our NFL picks, but unfortunately, Craig is actually. I, ironically enough, he's seeing Star Wars right now and was unable to do the, uh, the football picks. So Bill and I will be back later on in the week with, with the football picks. And I'm sure after some other people listen to this pod, they're going to be like, Pierce, fuck you. And they're going to want to come on and tell me why The Force Awakens was the greatest of movie. It was the greatest of the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> you can have seven one-on-one episodes uh, with people, and then we can have a giant roundtable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But maybe next time we do it, we'll try to set up the roundtable. I just couldn't wait for the roundtable because, oh, God, I just I couldn't. I had to get it out. And once again, I thank you for for allowing me the outlet. <laughs> this is honestly one of the reasons I started this podcast. One of the reasons I started this podcast was like, I've got some stuff to say. And you guys are mostly second me just sitting around saying the same shit over and over again. So I figured I could record it and put it on a pod. But honestly, this was one of the ones where I'm like, where I'm not happy about something. I can express what I am not happy about and hope that we can improve it down the line. Uh, Rob Callflash, once again, uh, thanks for coming out. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me. Take care, good sir. Cheers.